You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The Fantasy Sports News Desk, sponsored by New York Daily News with Tony Sincata. Welcome back, hour number two, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada, and we've got things going on. We've got you covered in fantasy football. Calvin Benjamin did not practice again today. Coach Sean McDermott says Benjamin is still day-to-day. McDermott's day-to-day in the real world's day-to-day are two different things. McDermott has been calling players day-to-day who have missed several weeks. Hey, we can all get hope. Devonta Freeman clears concussion protocol. Coach Dan Quinn said Devonta Freeman has cleared concussion protocol, will practice, did practice, and then missed the past two games after suffering a second concussion of the calendar year. He returned to a limited practice last week, but appears on track to get back in action. Week 13 against the Vikings with Freeman back in the fold. He's a guy. It'd be hard not to play him, but I've been doing, on the team that I have him, I've been doing well. So I'm just going to do that one more week and see what happens. Ninus announced Jimmy Garoppolo starter. He's from the Chicago area. I was saying the first hour, I'm not sure if that's a great thing because they got all the friends and all the family. Got to find them tickets. It gets crazy, man. Just take care of what's on the field, Jimmy Garoppolo. Take care of what's on the field. Go from there. Just go from there. That's all you can do. Come back in the next break. We're going to talk about Eli Manning's situation and hear from Gabe Morency of Game Time Decisions. You can also hear him on Red Heat and Rage Monday through Friday from noon Eastern to 1 p.m. Eastern with Cam Stewart as they get fired up and they absolutely get it done. So there'll be guys knocking it out of the park. You know, life is a crazy world. And the world is a crazy place. But fantasy football, 13 weeks of chaos, craziness, and absolute insanity. And then we got the playoffs coming up in week 14. Damn. How does it go so quick? How does it happen like that? It's amazing. Take a quick break. We'll be back with more on the Fantasy Football Rewind. Part of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Listen to us Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3, uh, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. If you can't stay up that late, go to Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Be back with more after this.
The award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Get Eli Manning reaction. You are watching Morency Unfiltered. I am Gable Morency. Let's do this thing. It's a Twisted Tuesday edition of the program, which means we send it to South Philadelphia. Big man on campus steps up, and we got a lot of stuff to get to uh, with big man. It's a crazy uh, time of the year to be a sports a fan, a fantasy player, or a sports better. Big man on campus is a pretty damn good. Uh, sports better. He's a pretty big sports fan uh, as well. Big man on campus steps up. What's up, big man? What's up, Gabe? Always good to be with you, man. Yeah, a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, we've got some uh, breaking news as far as the New York Giants are concerned. They've decided to start Geno Smith. Um, you know, I didn't think the quarterback playing the National Football League could get any worse, big man, but I guess so. I guess, uh, I guess they're raising it up a notch. And listen, Eli Manning... Eli Manning is Eli Manning, but I don't think the New York Giants are where they are right now due to Eli Manning. And the fact of the matter is, dude, he's got a 209-game consecutive starting streak uh, going here. He's taken one for the team. He's won him a couple of Super Bowls. I'm not the biggest fan. I call him the Capital City Goofball. I'm not his biggest fan, uh, but this doesn't sit well, well with me. You know, I, I could – listen, if you had, like, some hotshot kid that was a first-round draft pick and was like, listen, Eli – we're getting to the end of the line here, bro. You know, we're going to have to make a move. And, you know, we want to see what this kid can do a little bit. I get that. But I don't get it if you're making a move and you're starting Geno freaking Smith and you're going to screw over a 209-consecutive game win streak. Doesn't sit well with me. I'm sure it won't sit well with a lot of vets in that room. Although a lot of them are saying that Geno Smith uh, deserves to get some playing time. Um, you know, he's been a good teammate and put in practice, etc. But when you got a 209-game consecutive starting streak and it's done by a guy who's won you a couple of Super Bowls and the guy that you're going to take him out for is Geno freaking Smith, I think it's a mistake. What's your take? Uh, yeah, you know, Gabe, I agree with you totally. I think you do need to see the what you have at quarterback. And at some point, you have to see what Davis Webb is going to be able to do for you. The, the problem is you're band-aiding a crack here. What has Geno Smith showed you in his NFL career that thinks you should step in front of this streak? Look, Eli Manning's 36 years old. They're not winning anything. You do need to experiment on what you have at quarterback, Gabe. But like you said, it's Geno Smith. It's not... 
you know, why not let Davis Webb start? I, I don't really understand the, the thought processes here. I don't really seem to understand anything the Giants seem to do. I think a lot of their problems have to do with upper management. I think Ben McAdoo's a scapegoat at the end of the day. At the end of the day, we have to also yeah. point out that he took them to the playoffs last year. Uh, he's maybe not suitable there, but uh, this has a lot to do with their upper management. This is a ridiculous Jerry move. Reese. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Reese, the general manager, you're exactly right. And you know, you bring up Davis Webb, uh, you know, fifth-round draft pick, I believe he was, out of Cal. I liked him in college. You know, he sort of got that NFL type of uh, arm and stuff. And, you know, I, I agree in, in a sense that, listen, if you're going to do this, I don't agree with doing this. And in anything, I would start Eli and bring in Davis Webb in the second half or something like that and sort of see what he can give me. Gabe, but if Gabe. you're the Giants, big man, you need to see Davis Webb to know whether you're going to draft a quarterback this year. You know, like not, okay, so what, you've already given up on Davis Webb then? Like like you said, this, you know, the Jets, the Jets are actually a better run team than the Giants are, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah, this is a really stupid move because I do think there are several quarterbacks that you could take in the draft if none of these guys are your starter. And look, do I still think Eli Manning has a year or two or three left? Sure. Um, but you do have some point, like I said, in this league, we know how big a quarterback is. It's very important uh, to your team. We've seen that with your Bills uh, game. Yep. You put in Nate Peterman. Look what happens. Uh, you put in you know guys like Tom Savage, and you see what happens. You have to start planning for your future, and that's where this team is so sorely way behind. Uh, if it's not Davis Webb, how do you know that? You've never given him a shot. What the hell is giving Geno Smith going to actually do? He's not your quarterback long term. He's just a, 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 a spot filler until you find the next guy. This is a ridiculous notion to even consider this. If I'm a Giant fan, I'm already annoyed with the season in general. I'm ready to give it up, but I'd at least want to see what I have for the future. If I'm a Giant fan, I'm absolutely appalled at these decision-making processes. Yeah, we're talking about 209 consecutive Sundays that Eli Manning's been your quarterback. Right. If you're willing to screw him over like this, and I believe the record's 279, Brett Favre, if you're willing to screw him over like this, you know, does he ever play again for the New York Giants? And is this how it's going to end? You're going to let McAdoo... You know, Mac, really, this is how it's going to end for Eli Manning after all these years and years of service. Like I said, I'm not Eli's biggest fan, but we can't take away the fact that he started 209 consecutive games and he's won them two Super Bowls. You know, I'm, I'm going to call it out right now. I threw this out there before, and I think people sort of thought I was crazy, but the Denver Broncos are in desperate need of a quarterback. They had success with Peyton Manning. Does John Elway go down this route again? Eli Manning's not done. He's 36, but he needs an offensive line. He needs protection right. around him. Is Eli Manning better than Trevor Simeon? Yes. You, you can't say no. Uh, you know, and if you're Eli Manning, not a bad, it's sort of a cute little, you know, you're going to Denver now after your brother, and you're going to give it the old college try. The only thing is you probably wouldn't win, and then you'd be held against that, um, you know, like with Peyton winning there. But I don't know. I mean, does Eli Manning play for the Giants next year after this? After they screw me over for 209 straight games, I wouldn't be in a hurry to want to go back. Yeah, and I think this is why you have an agent. This is why uh, his agent. This is a complete slap in the face. And there's a good tweet out there I just saw. You know, shame on John Mara for, for letting this happen. I mean, 
this is a guy that's won you Super Bowls, multiple Super Bowls. Uh, we can, you know, we can moan and complain about his you know, taking care of the football in game time situations, but at the end of the day, he's been a class professional. Uh, he's been a guy that's delivered you Super Bowls. He's made plays for you. And, and again, you're not experimenting with your rookie, you know, second year player. You're experimenting with Geno Smith. This is one of the stupider decisions. I got to be real, Gabe. I thought the dumbest decision I've seen in some time in this league was last week by the Buffalo Bills or two weeks ago to start Nathan Peterman over Geno or uh, uh, Tyrod Taylor in a playoff run. That was one of the dumber things I've seen. This actually eclipses that. This continues to defy the stupidity uh, in the NFL. These idiots just have no idea what they're doing. It's amazing to me. They get paid millions of dollars to make these idiotic decisions. Uh, this one really tips the scales as far as that's concerned. Yeah, and I, I stand corrected. 210. 210. <laughs> so it's 29, uh, 210, actually. Uh, 210 consecutive games. And like I said, yeah, Eli Manning, you know, he's frustrating. It's frustrating to bet on him. But at the same point in time, he's not the reason why the Giants lose games all the time. And here's this. Eli Manning is one of five players to win Super Bowl MVP awards. Uh, the other four guys, Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, and Bart Starr. Yeah, I mean, like, are you gonna are you gonna treat you gonna treat Tom Brady like this? You can, oh yeah, we're gonna kill no. you. Like it's, it's it, like you said, this is all you have right now. If you're the Giants, is Eli and your sort of tradition. And hey, remember we won with this. And hey, and you just pissed on this. This is something the New York Knicks would do, big man. This is something that. It doesn't it's almost like the more it settles in, the crazier it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's truly amazing to me, Gabe. I I don't understand. This is one, like I've said, this is one of the stupider decisions I've seen. I mean, I'm really at a loss, and if this was my team, how I'd react? I'm helpless, really, if I'm a Giant fan. But this this is defying stupidity. I don't know how many times I had to say that. Last time Eli Manning was not the starting quarterback of the New York Giants was November the 14th, 2004. Kurt Gabe, Warner started that game for the Giants. Gabe, I've said it before, and I know many won't agree with me. I think Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. I think that the Super Bowls are, are done enough. He's been a consummate pro. He's been a consummate quarterback for many years. He hasn't exactly always had elite weapons. He hasn't exactly had a, a good offensive line. He's This is this is just the, the end for him with the Giants. And I think you make an interesting point with the uh, Manning connection to uh, to Denver. We'll see what happens. That, that might be a, a way for him to uh, move on for sure. Mike and I are both veterans, both. There you have it. The guys talking Eli Manning as they try to get it done. I'll tell you what, there'll be rumors of him reuniting in Jacksonville next year with Tom Coughlin, who heads up the franchise. Back to the guy. Move on for sure. You got to love it, though, as as a Philadelphia Eagle fan. Cowboys are imploding, pointing fingers. There's reports that players are pissed at Garrett for being a bad coach. <laughs> they're like, dude, like they're like, you never, you never adjust. You know, it's the same crap over and over. We're getting killed every week, and it's your fault. They're actually blaming the coaching staff in Dallas. The players are now. You have the Giants are in full meltdown implosion mode right now. I mean, this is this is insanity to me. What's going on with the Giants? They're just they're, this is literally a dumpster fire. And uh, whatever the Redskins are, the Redskins. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just right. They're they're just there, and they're going to lose. They're going to lose Kirk Cousins at uh, at the end of the year. 
Everything's really come up Philadelphia uh, so far this year. Saints are a dangerous team. Um, you know, Rams still sort of lingering. Big game with the Vikings this week. Vikings and Falcons. And then, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night football laying five and a half against the Seahawks. We come back. We'll listen to the guys break down this week's matchup. So stay tuned for more on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Fantasy Football Rewind. You start it up, and then you go back. Slap it back. Yeah. Rewind. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back for more. And we'll get people fired up. And then we did. And now we got Gabe Morency. Here is the man with his picks for this weekend's game. Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, without, uh, we, you know, they, they took care of business against San Francisco, but it was nothing glamorous. There was nothing, you know, beautiful about it or anything like that. I, you know, I'd be tempted to grab the five and a half here, but I got burned a couple of weeks ago doing this. And, I don't know if I want to get in front of Philadelphia uh, right now. They're just a juggernaut. They're covering on a weekly basis. It's hard to make a case for Seattle in this spot, besides the fact that, you know, sort of the pedigree that you're getting Russell Wilson plus five and a half on his home field. Yeah, I think another point I want to make, Gabe, that you mentioned about all the other teams, and what's great about all the other teams that are in vying for the NFC uh, home field and kind of thing, they're playing each other. I know, it's crazy. We're just watching them beat each other. So it's great. I mean, we're just doing our thing. Finally, you guys play the Rams in two weeks, right? Or is it next week? Uh, it, yeah, next week. Ne- yeah, it'll be next week. Yeah, next yeah, week. It's next week, right after this game. So, you know, though, this is a tough stretch, these two games here. This is where, you know, t- to me, th- this is the season right here. Not, not that I'm not saying, that, you know, if we don't win these games, we're not doing anything. But this is a big gauge because, listen, I'll be a realistic Eagle fan. I'm not going to be one of these idiots that says, oh, we're, we're winning this year. We're not going to lose again. 
Um, this is a stretch because the Eagles have not played that many really good football teams. I think they're real. I think they've shown that uh, beating some of the defenses they have. You're putting up the amount of points they have, Gabe. Um, the, the offense speaks for itself. But I think the defense is something I've been extremely surprised with all year. It seems as if they have gotten – significantly better as the seasons went on. I mean, the, the rush defense is fantastic. That's really going to make a one-dimensional Seahawks team even more one-dimensional. You're going to have Russell Wilson. I'd imagine they have a spy on him in this game, prime Michael Kendricks. Uh, I think it's going to be tough for the Seattle Seahawks to move the football. And without the Legion of Boom that they don't have, um, they're just not as potent as um, you know we remember they once were. It's tough to go out to Seattle. It's going to be a tough game. Same with next week. Uh, as far as the, the, the traveling situations. But overall, um, I, I'm not really looking, if I'm a better, to step in front of the Eagles. Until they show that there's a chink in the armor, I, I don't really think that we, – we just have to buy in. If you're not an Eagle fan, it's just time to buy in that these teams really good. And until they um, show a chink, then um, you got to keep betting them, I think. I'm looking at the Carson Wentz MVP prop. He's the second choice on the board. Tom Brady's favorite. Tom Brady's favorite at minus 138. Uh, Carson, yeah, Carson Wentz plus one fifty. I don't know. I don't know if the media. Some of the media are in love. Like you know, Jim Jim Nance would marry Tom Brady if he could. I think. Uh, you know, some of them are in love with him, and some some people are sort of spiteful towards Tom Brady. Generally, guys like Brady don't get the MVP. You know, it, it, he you know they, they don't like voting for him. He wins Super Bowls. He's rich and all that type. They usually give it to the whoever that upstart guy is that's had a big year, and that guy is Carson Wentz uh, right now. You know, Carson Wentz is, you know, for the record, Tom Brady minus 138, Carson Wentz plus 150, Drew Brees uh, plus uh, 1,200, Russell Wilson 14 to 1. I guess you could have Drew Brees in that conversation. If we get into the statistical uh, aspect of this, Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady's got a QB uh, rating of 111.7, 26 touchdowns and three interceptions. Um, and you, you have to you go down the list a little bit. Carson Wentz, uh, you know, he's got a QB rating of 104, 28 touchdowns, and five uh, interceptions. It's right there. You know, there's a couple other guys having pretty monster years uh, as well statistically. Uh, but to me, I mean, I, I I would vote for Carson Wentz over over Tom Brady right now. Yeah, I, I think they're. I mean, they're so neck and neck, game. I mean, they, you know, the statistics are are not far off. I mean, both of them have elite offenses behind them. But I actually would give. Surprisingly, I still think you got to give the nod to to Tom Brady. I mean, he's. I think if you're game my game, looking at it, I mean, I, I won't go away from the fact that the Eagles have had a fairly easy schedule. I mean, it, it just the truth of the matter. But if you're looking at the new kind of upstart player, kid that's changing the league, I mean, when you have LeBron James come out and say, uh, he's, you know, he's my favorite quarterback and I'm a Cowboy fan, um, that's pretty big. I mean, LeBron James moves uh, the needle uh, a little bit, Gabe, even. Uh, you know, we still have a couple weeks to go here. LeBron but... seems to cheer for anyone but uh, teams in Cleveland, evidently. <laughs> we actually made a comment last night here. I don't know if you heard, but uh, obviously they were in Philadelphia, and he made a comment. Uh, you know, they said, do you regret regret the, the, the Browns not taking Wentz? And he goes, uh, yeah, but they seem to make a lot of mistakes. So um, <laughs> even, even he recognizes that they're a total – uh, you know, I'm not even going to say it on the air. I, I, it's probably need a bleep machine, so I'm not going to say it. But we know what I'm talking about, what the Browns are. But Carson's had a great season. I only hope it continues. Um, and I'm not going to jinx it. But it's right there. It's neck and neck. Uh, 
All right, big man, you you continue to kill college uh, basketball. Uh, lighting it up, you can follow a uh, big man on. It's fantasy football rewind, so we're not going to get into the college basketball. You know, you got we win some, you lose some, man. How about Jake Seeley? Today's his birthday. Shout out. Happy <laughs> birthday, Jake Seeley. Somebody in the chat. Football. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah, the elite. Somebody in the chat was laughing at me because I couldn't bring that Christmas tree in the house. <laughs> hey, listen, that, that tree was heavy, y'all. I love your mom calling um, Stone sh- uh, Shop. Country. <laughs> He's this country man on TV. <laughs> And he was, he was, you know how Sterling Sharp be acting crazy. I mean, yeah, Shannon, excuse me, Sterling Sharp be acting crazy. You know how he be like, Skip, let me tell you something, Skip. <laughs> it was 11 of us, Skip. We ain't had no bathroom. I'm like, Sterling, relax. <laughs> Calm down. It's not that bad. It's much better times now. Uh, 844-843-6879. The legend of Ricky Seals. We need to get a poster made. With like like the movie um mm-hmm. what was the name of the damn movie now? Talladega, Talladega Nights. Nights. We need to get like a Talladega Nights poster with Ricky Seals on it. The legend of Ricky Seals take you to a fantasy football championship in 2017. Let's talk about some of these wide receivers over the last month, and then I right, then we'll get back out to the telephone lines. So Dre is uh wide receiver one. Dre been killing it. Wide receiver two is Julio Jones, but he just had like seven hundred points, right? Wide receiver three is A.B. Wide receiver four. Jake, over the last month, wide receiver four in fantasy football is the dude that I have said on many different occasions that he sucks. MJJ, Marvin Jones Jr. I can't believe this. It's all touchdowns. It's very, very much the touchdowns. He's going through a nice little run here again, and he did it against one of the best corners in the league last week. Definitely missed on that one. I still, I'm still going to be hesitant using Marvin Jones because he was shut down by Rhodes earlier this year. He has struggled with top end corners before. Golden Tate, if we've ever seen this team, is still the number one. You can look at the targets are still there every single game. They're just yep. not connecting. And maybe it foot, it's going to switch back to Tate at some point. I'm not saying it's going to switch back to Tate and make Marvin Jones benchable. I just still always trust Tate because Tate's never really going away despite the production like kind of falling down the last two. Weeks. I love Golden Tate. Shout out to Notre Dame. You know, I love Tate as well and have him on many teams. It's, like I said, it's just that with the scenario of having that one league, it's yeah. just really tough. And I know my friend's kind of pissed off at it. You know, I try and talk him down all the time, but yeah. I get like negative texts once the games kick off <laughs> nonstop. Son, I've like, I, I had a dude, right? My good, my good homie, um, Dave, right? He worked he work at our time. You know what I'm saying? He hit me up every Sunday morning, right? And I'm like doing line of block live. He send me a text. He'd be like, "Yo, should I start this guy, or that guy?" And then, and then when I don't get right back to him because I'm because I'm effing working, you know what I'm saying? He's like, "Yo," in capital letters. I'm like, I, "Relax, son. You don't, son. You don't pay me to answer these questions for you." So then, then he'd be like, "I'll give him my answer." Then he'll tell me why. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you like this guy better? Well, what about this? And what about that? I'm like, "Well, then play who you want to play, dog." You feel what I'm no, saying? The best story was at the Staten Island draft, right? My friend brings this magazine, which he never read, <laughs> that's like four months old, and he's telling me, well, they, they like this guy better. I'm like, I 
talk on the radio every, every day. day. I do this every day. Of the week. Yeah. Talking <laughs> yeah. about these players. I've been drafting since May. There you go. We kind of like know what we're doing a little bit. It's not always right. Wide receiver five, Keenan Allen, he's getting it done. Wide receiver six this month, Adam Thielen. Wide receiver seven, Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. Wide receiver eight, JC, Jameson Crowder right back in that mix. Wide receiver nine, Robert Woods with a couple games missed. Wide receiver 10 is Michael Thomas, Jake. And you got a lot of fantasy owners like disappointed in Michael Thomas. I'm like, why? Michael yep. Thomas is moving right along, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't get it. I can tell you why, because he hasn't had the Julio Jones week. That's the thing, is people, when they get the top 10 wide receiver, instead of getting that consistent production that you've had from Michael Thomas this entire season, maybe, what, one really bad game, he's got the production every single week. The frustration is, if I have a top 10 wide receiver, he needs to pull a T.Y. Hilton. He needs to pull a Julio Jones and win me a week and get me 30, 40 fantasy points in one single week. He hasn't done that, and that's, I think, why people are disappointed. Is they were looking for multiple 20-plus point games instead of just a consistent 13 to 18 every single week. Give me that consistency. I'll take Yeah, that. he's averaging 14.7. And believe it or not, Marvin Jones Jr. is averaging 15. Oh, Lord. Hey, Touchdown. what's up, my man? How can I help you? I, I, I don't <laughs> – not in here. Yeah, we're doing a radio show. B. How you doing? All right. <laughs> See, this is why we had to, this. I know it's hot in here. We got to go to Dope because it's it hot. Is, it is and then hot I'm mad at Come Kayla because Kayla let the dude walk right in the damn studio. You Come feel on, what Kayla's I'm saying? Doing the job over here. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I was ready. I was ready but to give somebody is, a hard time. For those who are listening, it is hot in here. It is. It's it, been hot. But then the dude just bust in the damn studio. But Kayla's standing right there, though, Max. She can be like, sir, don't go in there. But like you said, she's working. I'm not gonna give her too much. Just of a do hard like time. Nelly. Uh, what's up? I said, just do like Nelly. Take your clothes off. Take off all your <laughs> 844-843-6879. Let's go to Eric in H-Town. Eric in Houston. Eric, what up? Oh, Eric hung up. All right, Eric couldn't. I thought a Matt Lauer joke was coming there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to listen. I'm going to leave it alone. David's in Philadelphia. David, what up? What's going on, fellas? Thank What's going on, David? How you doing? You ever had a real Christmas treat, David? Yes, I do. I get it every year. Who brought it in the house? I did, and I heard your story earlier how you couldn't pick the tree up. I started laughing. <laughs> what would have been great if you said his wife does? <laughs> I think she had a better chance of picking it up than you. Oh, okay, David. Wow. You're going like that. I'm trying to bring welcome David into the program, and David's coming for me. <laughs> David, you know you had somebody help you bring that tree in the house. I don't want to hear that, David. What's up, though? What's your fantasy question? I got a couple, actually. Um, So I got a quarterback. I got... Loftusberger and I got Stafford. Who would you pick? For me, I'm going Road Ben. I, I can't go, believe I'm I, saying yeah, that. Yeah, I got to go Road Ben too. I think Stafford's floor is two fifty and two, and I think big. I think Road Ben floor is two fifty and two. Also, what do you think, Jake? Stafford versus Road Ben. I hate Road Ben, but at the same time, I also don't like Road Stafford against the Ravens secondary. So I, I'm giving Roethlisberger this one, but I, I begrudgingly am doing it. Sweep it up, all right, David. I holler at you. I hope you don't throw your back out bringing that tree in the house this year. <laughs> 844-846-879. Let's go to Patrick in Florida. Patrick, what up? What's going on? Chilling, Patrick. I got a, a lot of question. I got a kind of winner. I'm out of the playoffs this week. Uh -oh. so My uh, my running backs right now, I got Kenyon Drake, C. Ryan, Burkhead, Coleman, Freeman. So I don't really want to go with Freeman because I don't want him to end up getting injured. And pretty much give me nothing. Yeah, is PPR. So Burkhead, it's standard. You play. P I'm playing. P Ryan goes in my lineup against Dallas, 
And then I, I think it's Devontae. Oh, he said he don't want to play Freeman because of the fear of of of, of an injury. Yeah, I have Coleman. Yeah, I mean, I want to play. I can't Coleman, start. But I can't start Coleman and relief, yeah. and I can't start Coleman and bench yeah, Freeman. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? I can't do that. Right, right. I, I, you know what's crazy about that? You, you would think, and it's common sense to think he couldn't, but ah, uh, you got some guys to get it done. Get it done. I, I would, I'd play Coleman over Freeman. I think I would. I could regret it, but I would. I would absolutely do that. You gotta want it. Let's take a quick break. Come back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. To the fantasy football arena Drake. network. Here's well, I would start Freeman personally. Yeah. That's what I would do. I would start yeah. Freeman. Okay. Yeah, I would start Freeman. You agree with that, right, Jake? You would just go ahead with P. Ryan and Freeman. Yeah, that's. I would. I expect it to be sixty forty for Freeman. We could be wrong. We could completely miss this, but I don't think they. If they said if he's healthy and ready to go, he's going to be back in the lead. They weren't yep. using Tevin Coleman in the passing game. Nope, exactly. But I think Kevin McCormick will probably get back in the passing game this week with Freeman back out there. It seems like when Coleman is running, he's just running, and he's not catching. But when Freeman's in the game, Freeman is running, and Coleman's not, and Coleman is catching. That's how it's looked to me from what I've seen from this offense. But if you have trepidation on your personal team, Patrick, about playing Freeman, then you make that call. But we all telling you, we sleep, we would play Freeman this week. It was the other choices. It was Drake and somebody else. It was Kenyon Drake and Rex Burkhead in the standard. If, if, if he wants – Burkhead would be the next one up. I would say it would be Drake. Burkhead too over Drake. Over the next one? Yeah, I mean, Burkhead versus the Bills. It's very close between Drake and Burkhead. Uh, just, hmm. If it was PPR, obviously it would be very easy. But Let's try to uh, clear these phones up. Let's go to Hector in Texas. Hector, what up? Hey, what's up, Corey? Go Cowboys. Yeah, how about them Cowboys, Hector? <laughs> yes, sir. I have uh, two quick questions. Um, First one is my starting uh, quarterback this this week, Rivers or Drew Brees. Ooh, this is a goodie. I think I won't go with Rivers, though. Oh, this is easy for me. I'm going with Rivers. I love Rivers. Jake, you got Rivers. Let's sweep it. All right. Sounds good. All right. And what you got next, Hector? On my, on our, on my flex, um, currently uh, I have uh, Marcus Lee 
All right. Um, it's a 10-team PPR. Okay. And I, don't, I don't know if to start him over D. Murray, DeMarco, or uh, Danny Woodhead. Marcus Lee, DeMarco yes. Murray, Danny Woodhead. Yeah, I'm going go with Mar- Marcus Lee. Right. Good matchup. Really yeah. good matchup. He does have a good matchup. And then in PPR, wow, Marquis Lee is rosterable in a 10-team league? I mean, he's getting targets. Why not? And stuff. I mean, compared to those, out of the threesome there, I know. I'm saying I, I don't play no ten team league, so Neither I don't do know. I. Yeah, I'm just. You would, yeah. Based I know he's possible. Yes, I kind of feel like Hector might have. Well, I, they, there you go, right there, Hector. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's talk this. Hey, Florio, we got enough time for Caesar in Arizona? No, he said no. So we got to go to Caesar in Arizona. Caesar, if you hold on, we'll get back to you on the next segment. We'll get you ready for week number thirteen of the season. Um. Yeah. So that's it. I'll tell y'all about uh, the latest episode of Gridiron Heights, which is becoming my new favorite animated docu series. Everybody in YouTube chat, please before you leave out, hit us with a thumbs up. You all. There you have it. You can check out Fantasy Football Frenzy every Monday through Friday on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern. Couple of guys, absolutely. Getting it done. You got to like what they do, man. They got to get it done. And they do it. And they do it. And they do it. And they do it. One of the things that we do is we hype. And we hype. And we hype. How about our guy? Corey Davis. Have we had enough of the hype yet? Can it end? Can it finally end? We talked about hour one. Enough is enough. You can't do it anymore. Let's get on with the Josh Gordon hype instead. Here's the Roto Experts in the morning. Talking Corey. Arriba! Drinks are great. Drinks are great. The hell is this? <laughs> Unbelievable. This is Wall Street, Matt Bodega. This is the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. With no hat on. Hold on. Well, this is what happens when you walk out on TV, you know. Um... Hello, thank you for joining us this Wait, morning. that was Viva Las Vegas? That was like the worst rendition of Viva Las Vegas. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to take your Eli Manning calls, come on 844-843-6879 in just a little, a little bit. But another thing we wanted to get into this morning uh, was Corey Davis. And I sat in that very seat last week, Matt, and, and I asked, like, when does this craft end with Corey Davis? When does it, the hype stop? And you said, listen... I'm going all in, and we sat here on Thursday morning, Corey, on Thanksgiving, and we gave a lot, Corey Davis over a lot of really good wide receivers, um, and it was all about Corey Davis, Corey Davis, Corey Davis. The targets are there, the snaps are there, everything is there, except production. We are now entering week 13, the final week before the fantasy playoffs, and all of these barometers, if you will, they're great. All these measurables... Fantastic, in fact. But when the production isn't there in week 13, I can't live off measurables. I can't live off hype. I need production because I can't handle maybe next week's the week anymore. And ultimately, last week was the was the golden opportunity. We all said it. We all sat around a table and we, we put out a decree that if this wasn't it for Corey Davis... It wasn't happening. And I know, Corey, I know, Corey, that's how you feel. And yet, Matt, here you are, and you're looking at the schedule, and we approach week 13 on Sunday, and you get 
the best match you possibly can, Tennessee at Houston. So, the hype train for Corey Davis is out of control, but are you willing right now to put your foot down and be like, I'm done, or are you giving this thing another shot? I'll never say I'm done on any player. You know, if 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 there's talent, if, the pro, if, if I go through the process, heading into last week, the, the process was correct. He had 17 targets in two games. This was the number five pick in the draft last year. He missed a lot of time due to a hamstring injury. The fact that uh, Matthews was going to miss the game really improved his stock. You're looking at, you know, target shares. His snaps have gone up. Uh, you know, the one thing that's been tough with the Titans to figure out is the percentage of targets and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you're looking at Matthews getting, say, 22%. Davis getting, like, 20 21%. And now Matthews is out. Yep. You're going to look, you're going to think, on, versus a team that gives up a lot of 20 yards or more in, in, in the passing game, you know what, this this should be a really good matchup. So, I mean, I think the process going into it was correct. The problem is, for me right now, even after this week, he's no worse than a top 30 wide receiver to me. I'm, I'm looking, you know, when I, when I look at the other players, I'm not saying he's a number, solid number two, but he's has higher number two pot. I mean, uh, but more. I mean, a lower number two, definitely higher number three possibilities. The problem here for me is the quarterback. This does not see, look like a confident quarterback. He's thrown one touchdown in each of the last three games. If you look at his adjusted yards per attempt, it's been awful. I mean, he got 300 yards versus the Steelers, but I mean that was just pitiful. He was just throwing to the other team, even against the Colts. He did not look good. I don't know if he's still injured. And, you know, maybe that's... Play- look, because if you're an athlete and you're not 100%, that does affect you. So, I mean... But this is not the guy we thought we were getting entering the season. So, for me, Delaney Walker is the obvious option in the passing game. Am I going to play Corey Davis? It depends. I'm going to play Josh Doxson over Corey Davis this week. And I hate playing Thursday night games. But And I'm still worried even about Josh Doxson because Jamison Crowder has just become a beast. He's just getting all the targets. But I'm going to stick, go back to Corey Davis. To me, he's still a top 30 wide receiver this week. So you believe Corey Davis still, and you said pretty easily, a top 30 wide receiver this week. We'll, hear, you know, we'll, we'll read Jake's link. We'll see all the rankings uh, from our guys, including the BFFs, uh, coming up by, by tomorrow, certainly. Uh, so we'll see exactly where they fall. We know for, for Matt Modica, Corey Davis falls inside the top 30. Corey Parson, fantasy executive, is Corey Davis someone that, with the playoffs on the line this week in a tasty matchup, despite everything he has not given you over the last 13 weeks, you're willing to throw out there? It depends on what my situation is, if I'm willing to throw Corey Davis out there or not. If I have a better option, I will gladly put him in the offense because Corey Davis is not, once again, going to ruin my fantasy season if I can do anything to prevent that. Because, see, the problem with this situation right here is this. This team, this offense, we overshadowed, we overrated this offense coming into the season, much like we did with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's why we're in this position now where we didn't held on to this, to this stiff for 10 damn weeks. You feel what I'm saying? 13 weeks been holding this guy, and he gets now he's healthy, getting these good matchups. He's not doing nothing. Nothing. And that's because this football team is not, their offense is not working properly right now. Because they need to get rid of damn DeMarco Murray. All they do is feed the ball to DeMarco Murray, feed the ball to DeMarco Murray, feed the ball to DeMarco Murray. Then it's like, well, why is the offense not looking good? Or well, Corey Davis is not run blocking. Mariota is missing on this, missing on. Stop giving the damn ball to DeMarco Murray for three yards in the cloud of dust. It's over. Derrick Henry's a better player. You can do. You can run play action better. You can get more situations where Mariota's in a positive uh, environment. That's not happening right now. Another thing, Mariota situation. 
overrated him. Are we chasing that one stretch that he had last year? Do we think that's what he's going to be all the time? Obviously not because he's not getting it done right now. So it's the offense. It's the Marco Murray. It's Marcus Mariota. As far as Corey Davis goes, no, I'm not going to say that he is a must-start or that he has to go in lineups because he has this matchup because he could be 5 for 59 again. I'm not doing it. So if I got a better option... He's going out there. We got to figure out what these better options are this week. That's what we kind of got to do. But this offense is not right right now. They'll be better when DeMarco Murray is off that team. DeMarco Murray can't even run out the damn shotgun. You feel what I'm saying? How do you set up play action? How do you make the offense more explosive when you got this this, 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 this uh, single set formation that you're running and, and, and dude can't do nothing? And if you're going to play it like that, then let Derrick Henry play. He's a better player right now. Yeah, I mean, like we said, I mean, the process, when you look at 17 targets, Two previous games. Look, he got four targets. He caught all four passes. I, I think if Matthews isn't playing, they have to get him more involved, especially against Houston, who it's the secondary where you can do the damage on. So I think they're going to have to throw. I agree 100% with Corey on uh, Derrick Henry versus DeMarco Murray. You're looking at, at a guy that rushed, what, like 13 times for almost 80 yards or something like that, versus a guy who rushed 12 times for nine yards. I mean, Murray does not look good. He vultured that touchdown. This offense is, you know, not trending in the right direction. And you see, we can't make excuses for injury and stuff like that for Davis anymore, though. You know what I'm saying? Because now he's on the field, he's playing, he's getting the snaps. Hell, he's getting the targets. He's not doing nothing with it because the offense is so plain and vanilla. And that's why I'm saying it. There you have it. You can't make any excuses. The time is now. We face our final curtain. We take a quick break right here on Fantasy Football Rewind. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sicotti. You can check us out every Monday through Friday right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network at 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern as we get you ready, we get you prepared, and we make sure you got, bam, everything you need to be successful in fantasy. And before us, you can also get Fantasy Football News Desk. It's not really Fantasy Football. It's the Fantasy News Desk. But we do football because football is where we're at. See you guys tomorrow night right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.